Welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right. You've tuned into the greatest show on earth, the Hard Luck Show. And we're coming at you from the bunker in Southern California. On my left, my co-host, my partner, is (coughs) Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian. Elegant Barbarian, here with another fucking banger again. What? What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah, Snotty Nose Red Kids coming at you. And on my left, part machine, part man, the illustrious cyborg, oh, blue eyes, Sean Lewis, certified yeah. audio professional, yeah. engineer, yeah, yeah. Love. that's what I'm talking about, bro. You just turned my whole day around. Yes. Love this. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good song. God damn. I like it when we do some fucking man shit around here. You know that? I like it when it gets adult. Right. Yeah. Like an adult situation. Witchcraft. That wicked witchcraft. And I know it's. The big taboo. Hey. Oh, they're they're ran- yeah. They like that when you do that. Here she comes. Here she comes. Oh. Here she comes. Look, they're excited. Woo. They're super excited. Yeah. What is this? Please come sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down right here with us, young lady. We have a very, 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 very special guest. Oh. Boy, the crowd's really going crazy, Chumahan. Wow. Wow. You are popular. You weren't joking about those new films. Yeah, she's got three films on Netflix. (laughs) Chumahan, are you going to introduce our guest? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I should. Do you have the right words to introduce this guest? Why don't you do a big rollout, Steve? Because this is maybe one of our biggest guests. (laughs) (laughs) We have a very special guest. She's an actress. A very, very, very talented actress. Thank you. Reigning from Lebanon, by (laughs) way of Lebanon, now currently living in Hollywood, California. Let's uh, introduce and let's bring on the illustrious, the beautiful, the very talented Alexandria to the show. Woo! Oh, thank you. Good to be here. Good to be here, guys. How Thanks are for you? Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where we're coming from or where we're going on this show. Oh no, we don't. <laughs> Do you know uh, Rami Chafe? 
Uh, I do, yes, I do. Do you? Yeah. He's a very close personal friend of mine. He is? Yeah, I represented him in a uh, burglary case. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it was a case of misidentification. Okay. But yeah. they, the cops thought Luckily. that he had burgled someone, but it wasn't him. <laughs> That was the case Sean was involved in, right? Right. Right. Yeah, right. it was a, a different all of Our last guest broke into his house. Wow. Yeah, no, uh, Rami Chafe, um, he's actually coming for Christmas to the house. He's spending Christmas with us because he can't, because uh, wow. of COVID-19, yeah. We're, That's nice. We're going to have, uh, what is that famous Lebanese dish? I can't remember what it's called. What, what's in it? Um, a lot of spices, okay. I think. There's a lot of spices in the dish. Um, it's a meat dish. It's like a minced meat dish with some pastry. What is that one called? Sambusik? Yeah, that's really? exactly right. We're uh, having that. Rami Chafe and his um, boyfriend, actually. People don't know this, but he's actually, uh, he's uh, gay. Okay. But, I uh, you know, I just made that up. No, <laughs> he's like, I don't even know who Rami Chafe is. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just fucking pulled that up shit. <laughs> on YouTube. You good, man. I, I was like, "What's that dish?" You were like, "Uh, Mama Lagabuga." Uh, let me like, ask yes. you something: Is 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 lavash from Lebanon? Lavash. Mm-hmm. Lavash is French. Yeah. Lavash means lavash? the cow. Yeah. Oh, lavash, man. Lavash. Get with it, because bro. I was at this restaurant. I worked at this restaurant, and the restaurant was owned by these people that were like, I think French Lebanese. Well, yeah, here you go. And the place was had a French name, but they served lavash, and they served all these, like, French. Middle Eastern-ish kind of, like, slash French dishes. Yeah, because French. And lavash was a bread. It's like a flat bread. Yeah, but... The, called lavash. The, no? Lavash the, usually means the cow. Really? And, yeah. The Lebanese yeah. were colonized by the French, so yes. that's why there's a French-Lebanese connection. Yes. Okay. This is but why le- most of the Lebanese people speak French. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. And they're, See, I'm they're, retarded on they stuff like that. I don't know the Sarbonne. Like I, I was absent Sarbonne. for a lot of history. Sarbonne. Class. <laughs> and, okay. But do they do, do the Lebanese since the French uh, colonized them? It, like in Vietnam, they have banh mi sandwiches, which you can tell. Obviously, it's a baguette with some ham and some whatever. It's clearly French. Yeah. With some Vietnamese. Is there a banh mi of Leb- Leb- Lebanon? <coughs> Actually, I think one of the few things that we were influenced by uh, the French culinary was their bread. We still have, we still make bread, the uh, baguettes and bread, stuff, baguette and the French, Rolls, French bread, roll. yeah, but not the pork. No, not really, because we have such a strong culinary culture that I right. think it's uh, it's difficult to be influenced by the. F- we were not influenced, actually, funnily mm. enough. And how is Beirut? Um, like last time we talked, Beirut mm. had uh, been blown up by all of that fertilizer, or whatever it was. Yeah. What's the state yeah. of things now? Listen, it, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, we yeah. were just interrupted by Lepke there. Go ahead. Uh, it's still not good. It's still not a good situation. Um, yeah, it's uh, the economy crashed completely. The Lebanese pound lost even more of its value. What's it called? What the money? The Lebanese what? Uh, lira. 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 Like Italy. Lira. Lira. Yeah. Oh, which okay. means pound, literally. That's right. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Lebanese I didn't know pound. That the pound, huh? Lebanese pound. Yeah, it's not a good situation. Not a good situation. And really, I don't see any. Mm, I, I don't think there's any hope in the foreseeable future. Actually, it's gonna take long, long years for Lebanon to stand up on its feet again. 
Mm. Well, so on that happy note, what are, are you going? Are you going back to Lebanon again? I am going back actually in uh, three days. I in three days, yes. and you were just there recently, not that long ago. Yeah, I went there after the bombing, mm-hmm. uh, just to check out what's happening, support my family, my friends. Came back, and now I'm going back there. I have a project, a mini series mm-hmm. that I'm shooting there. Uh, wow! If so, yeah. what's the project? It's a, 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 a how do you call it? Action miniseries. <laughs> yeah, action miniseries. What role are you playing? I'm playing the role of a cop. You're, cop. you're, you're a cop. Yeah. Like a detective? Mm. Like a detective. Yeah. And what are you chasing a bad guy? That better friend doesn't like that very much, does he? <laughs> 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 yeah, no. I'm chasing a bad guy, let's say, bad group, let's say. A bad group of guys. Right. <laughs> bad. <laughs> it's a bad group of guys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting in a room with a bad group of guys, I right? Am, yeah, yeah. You got kind of a pension for that, right? <laughs> a sort of flavor for that. It's not really right? acting oh, yeah. for you. You're always around a bad exactly. bunch of guys. Right? You're right. So, Method yeah. acting. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what kind of acting style do you do? Like, what's your process? Well, uh, it really depends on the role, I would say, but usually it begins with, uh, with <coughs> the creating a history for the character, really. The, the whole process is to take a character on paper and turn it into a three-dimensional living character. Right. Mm-hmm. This takes uh, a, a lot of research, uh, a lot of creativity, right. um, and... Yeah, yeah. Usually, like I've, I'm not a cop. I don't know. I have to create a kind of a routine for myself. I have to know what a cop would do, what it is to be in an in a academy like that, and uh, their whole their whole process. So this is it takes a lot of research, actually. Right, but okay. So wait a second. All right, because we've heard all this fucking. Listen, we're in L.A., which is the fucking acting capital of the world. Exactly. Okay, so we we know Lee Strasberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's not fucking you know like lie to ourselves. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Estelle Adler. Estelle Adler. Estelle Adler. Yeah. Right. We Meisner. got we, right. The various men. So, do you do the method acting? Like, have you? Do you like if for if you were preparing for a role like my left foot, like Daniel Day Lewis? Do you drag yourself around with one foot and try to communicate with your toes? <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that funny? You're a fucking asshole. Why is that funny? You're an asshole, Why? brother. Why is that wrong? The <laughs> fuck is he right. asking you questions like that for, bro? Why? What's wrong with that? No, no, is no, that offensive right. to you? Not at making all. sense to your toes. I'm making trying to make sense. Listen, I hate to I hate to tell you this. What the fuck? I hate to tell you this, but Daniel Day Lewis yeah, is yeah. one of the greatest actors of all time. Wait a minute, bro. I'm not arguing that. I know who Daniel Day Lewis is. I'm trying to ask her what but a process. I just was picturing her trying to make sense of her toes. No, she knows what her toes look like. Please tell us what do your toes yeah, look yeah. like? There. No. Let him tell you. Oh, <laughs> our friend seems to know. Yes. Would he be able to tell us uh, what flavor they are? I'm sure he will. Oh, <laughs> tastes like a banh mi, huh? Your feet ah, taste like a French sandwich, don't they? <laughs> All right. No, but seriously, so, your yeah, method. Do you do method? Like, do you arrange the furniture? Because I read Michael Caine's biography, mm-hmm. and he says that his trick, uh, I don't know if he's the greatest actor, but he said his trick is that he, wherever he's doing the scene or whatever, and he's staying in the apartment or a hotel room, he rearranges the furniture to match what's going to be on scene. 
Yeah. So when he's off, he gets so used to everything in its place. Of course, this is All very right. this is very helpful. I mean, each actor in the end kind of develops his own methods and What's his own method? technique. What do you do? Um, I told you a lot of research. Uh, the daily activity of my characters are very important. Yeah. They are a very important uh, factor because the more you live as your character, uh, the more you become this character and the less you have to think about it and just be this character. Right. So uh, one of the most important process I find is the daily activity, which means like, uh, okay, how does this character wakes up in the morning? How do you really he... think about that? Not only do I think it, but I actually do it. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so what roles have you played in the past? Like what, what people have you played in the past? Um, oh. Just pick many. one. Uh, Just pick one. Well, the last one was uh, the last one that I really like liked. I would say was Jenny and nuts, uh, and she's a little crazy. You uh, mean nuts like the Barbara Streisand nuts thing, like the crazy person in that? Doesn't Barbara Streisand play in nuts? Yeah, yeah, but no, it's not the same thing. It's just mm -hmm. a, a, it's a Lebanese movie. It's a different. Oh, it's it's yeah. a Lebanese movie called Nuts. It's called What Abayda, which means literally a blank paper but uh, they translated it to, into nuts <laughs> okay all right so why but what is it how do you say it in lebanese what about the where a bite down <laughs> right where where a bite down where a bite though where a bite though where do a bite a bite though okay but anyway since yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then but so you played somebody who was crazy so, yeah, she's not crazy i mean she's uh she's over the top she's a drug addict uh, so did you try to wake up like that I, uh, Would you like sleep until three or eleven a.m.? I was definitely trying to live her own lifestyle. Yeah, not taking drugs. Okay? Of course, but understanding how it is to be an addict, what it is to be an addict, and how do they behave and what. Uh, what was your day? Did you do a daily activity where you were like, "I'm not going to wake up before noon because that's how an addict lives"? <laughs> yeah, that's that's not difficult to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but at that time, actually, I hadn't really done develop this technique it's now that i really really developed it and so what uh, do you think this police officer is gonna do like yeah. do you, are well, you a smoker working, like do no. you have to do you like pets like what do they what did they do uh, are you a they, canine officer I right i think they 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 uh, work out every day wake up very early in the morning are you waking up early work up not yet um, <laughs> 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 um, no but really i'm waiting to get to lebanon because i'm gonna have one month before the shooting okay. so this so, month is gonna be you're partying for... right up to the end yes getting everything you can get out of it before you have to go into discipline exactly so what uh, about like are you gonna like carry a holster and put something uh, weighted in it so that you get the feel of what it's like to carry a gun yeah yeah the whole outfit and the yeah i'm gonna ask for everything before i actually shoot to really be comfortable in my outfit because it's something that they live in you know? right yeah that's their yeah. normal clothes yes and the 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 how to handle a gun and the arms and really i mean you have to be kind of aggressive to be a cop are you aggressive can you can you muster aggression yes i can get the fuck out of here yeah. nah you seem like a nice lady you got a fuzzy shirt on I, I, that's <laughs> it. what do you what do it in lebanese like do, what do they yell like get down on the ground and put your hands behind your back do that can you do that <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> now I understand why my friend likes you so much. Yeah. Have you yelled that at our friend? Uh, <laughs> Look at her face. Occasionally, <laughs> yes. Say it again. Harak, barak, harak, lavash. 
Wait, what was it? Al arid meaning get down. Al on the floor. Al arid. Al arid. Idek wara dahrag. Idek wara harag. Hey, is everybody okay? I went to the bathroom. It sounded like SWAT kicked in the door. Al arid. Al arid. Al al arid. Yes. Yeah, I'll have one of those and some more water, please. Al arid. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We got a we got a pro we got an issue. Okay, you know what? You're talking about this acting, right? You're talking about the movies. Yeah. Now you just what had a couple more movies released out on Netflix. Yes. What uh, are the names of those movies? Yeah. Anyway? So uh, our, our our fans can get you paid. Yeah. What is so it? So nuts is one of the movies. Nuts. Nuts. And the other white one blank is piece of paper. White nuts. blank piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a perfect day. And a perfect day. A perfect day. Mm-hmm. Is that a Lebanese uh, film as well? Yes. And uh, I already had one called, um, wow, Very Big Shot. Mm-hmm. Very big what? A Very Big Shot. A Very, very big, big Shot. This is a really good movie. What I is mean, it about? What is that? It's actually, it's about a, a drug dealer that uh, discovers that if, that you can... Uh, pass uh, films in the airport without being sc- without them being scanned. Right, because it'll ruin the film. Exactly. So he decides to do a whole production, mm-hmm. so he can put uh, the smuggle, drugs in, smuggle drugs in the in the right. cans of films. A uh, very big shot. Yeah. The big shot, as yeah. in a big shot as a person who's important, and also the big shot as exactly. in a film shot. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a double entendre. Don't know yeah. if you know that. I'm telling you, it's a double entendre. Is that it's the French, a right? Attendre. Attendre? Attendre. 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 Double entendre. Double entente. Double entente. I don't know. Double entente. I fucking yeah. love this shit. We I got, wait, much. listen, bro. You know yeah. what? I'm thinking that well, does she Alexandra even... could help us. How? I think she could help us with a friend of ours. With what? She's a, a refined, trained, professional actress. We got to get fucking some. We got to get some training for one of our buddies. Who? Big Lep. Lep-key. Wait, hey, Big Lepke, do you need help uh, learning how to act to get in touch with the uh, emotions inside? Big Lep. Sean, don't look at me like with a blank stare. You got to roll with it. Get get off of that Pornhub and start p- paying attention to. Man, the- we here just you know to let the listener know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big big lap. We come on. Okay, <laughs> we have somebody that may be able to help you with your your acting. Is that something you're interested in or <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Can you say double a Double a Yeah, can you say? Come double- on. Okay, double a <laughs> so wait a second. Uh, uh, I, I go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna ask. I don't even know if Alex knows how to. Um, can you teach acting to people? Have you done that before? Uh, I have, like teaching. T- I have, let's say, worked with fellow actors uh, in order to be able to come up with a scene or come up with a, a certain situation. Right. But I, yeah, I think I can definitely guide someone towards that. Right, and yeah, you 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 so have good. worked. I mean, you've been working also with various acting studios here, right? Wasn't there like a group? I can't remember. It was uh, <laughs> Stu Adler or whoever it was. Lee Strasberg. Lee Strasberg, yes. right? And you you've led some groups with Lee Strasberg, have you not? Uh, I have, yeah. Right, all right. And you've done a lot of work yeah. there, yeah, yeah. and that's an ongoing thing that you've done. And and is that expanding? Like Lee Strasberg. 
What? That's the that's the top of the that's the tops. Yeah. I know Lee Strasberg. Right. Yeah, I was. Oh, we got to get some. We got. We need help with Lepke. <laughs> Wait a second. Well, have I'll you be... met? Have you met Lepke? I have. Yes. And what are your initial impressions of him? I think he's a tough man mm. with a baby heart. Yeah, she read that real good. Yeah. He's got a baby heart. That does yeah. not sound healthy. He's no, he's no, probably no. how much does he weh? He's, he's got he a horse needs heart. a bigger heart than that. Okay, I think. So he's a big man with a sweetheart, let's yeah. say. A he's, sweetheart. A very, he's a very sweet man, you know, he's tough and all, but I think I can dig inside of him something very like sweet and and uh, <coughs> uh, how do you say um uh, how, how do you say uh, effective like uh, tender actually yeah yeah tenderness I really yeah. saw a lot of tenderness in that man you yeah. did when yeah, did you yeah, see yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know man just 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 by the way he talks to people you know he's just there and he wants to connect all the time and he's like, <laughs> you know this she gets left yeah. she knows exactly what she's saying this tells you that he he really wants to be with people that he he needs to be with people and he likes to give you know he's a giver right mm -hmm. but 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 so, but but yeah okay he, he's very loud he right? is yeah right so she can tone him down well, the question I have got for you is that normally you have to tell people to project, right, in theater, right? You got to be like, look, in theater, you got to project your voice so that the audience can hear. Mm, yeah, you don't have to tell him that. No, no. So how are you going to then, because he's like got one volume and yeah. it's at 11, <laughs> right? Yeah. How are you going to get him in touch with the other levels of, 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 of his quiet intensity? Well, you see, some people are very introvert, like they don't project, and then you need them to project, and you need them to get out more. Right. In the case of Lepke, he's the total opposite. opposite. You need him to be less outside and more inside. He needs the invert. Exactly. He right. needs to, he needs to go in, uh, forget a little bit about the the, the world outside, <laughs> and just focus on the world <laughs> inside. <laughs> she talks about him like he's this big dinosaur. He is. Like, you gotta you gotta stop worrying about the outside. <laughs> he is a big dinosaur. You gotta stop touching all the things on outside. He's a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. He just got done telling us his favorite trick in fucking prison was eating entire oranges in one bite. What? So yeah. you, you're wow. gonna be able to help? He would bet people like their bedroll or something. Yeah. Like, I'll yeah. eat this entire grapefruit in one bite and swallow it. And they wouldn't believe him. And then he would just eat it, husk wow, and all. Dude. Man. Yeah. But you're going to give me your roast beef for the next month if right. I do it. Yeah. If I do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your beef stew. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, so. So, how. What exercises would you have like are there acting exercises that helps a guy like let get course. in touch with the what are we gonna have what are we gonna I do would, with that guy what do we start? i would i would start with an affective memory and take him back to a, his childhood actually <laughs> actually Perfect. to uh, either to explore a childhood place yes. or to explore a childhood event uh -huh, oh. event yes and this usually really uh, it, it hits home every time it just takes you to All a right. very very intimate place right. uh, uh, a place that you really do you you really get to live again you know you really get to live your childhood and this is mm. very very emotional to most most people right oh he's yeah. gonna get oh he's, he's gonna, gonna get emotional yeah. hey wait wait, yep. wait so wait a second 
because like we've been throwing stuff around uh, some different roles because like maybe he's not right for a role but maybe that role f- just for having practice it mm-hmm. yeah get him into a certain level take him then, so far out of his zone right, right? out of his comfort zone. zone yes right his extroversion exactly. dinosaur comfort we're zone we're thinking something yeah. like a Helen Keller maybe yeah like like the miracle worker the miracle worker where <laughs> he plays Helen Keller yeah and then we like draw diagrams <laughs> in his hand and he's like you know like all excited Steve really wants him to play uh, Elizabeth Taylor from The Drunk. I think he really needs to stretch because if he really stretches and we can get him to exercise in these, then he can like do you he think can do anything? Do you think there's any way that we can get Lepke to play Little Orphan Annie, like a little redheaded girl <laughs> no. singing? No, I feel like la, that. No, la, la, yeah, la, la, la. yeah. You're gonna have to meet him somewhere where. He feels like he's receiving some training yeah. in acting, yeah. but he's not being made a fool of. Yeah, I mean, listen, li- I, Little Orphan Annie is a demanding role, and I feel like there's no way we can get him to sing uh, tomorrow. I don't know about that. No, man. I mean, you what could if- maybe get him to play Bette Midler from Beaches <laughs> or something like that. We can figure out like a scene from that. What about the Notebook? You know? Right. What about like Kiss of the Spider Woman? Yeah, like Could that we type get of him stuff. to play some? Because that's in prison, and it's two guys falling in love in prison. Would he do that? Would I don't think he's not going to do that. What about like a like like the Fisher King? You need to, you, we need to come up with something that's going to be yeah, real. Yeah, Sean, for him. S- s- what would you like to see Lepke in? Like, if, if you could take Lepke and put him into a movie, like Popeye or something, and don't say Training Day. Yeah, don't don't go the obvious route. What would you love to see Lepke play and then be shocked that he was so good at it? Goonies? Oh, what? Nah, because was he going to play the retarded guy in Goonies? No. He could already do that. No. Broke back mountain. Down here, is, <laughs> no. it's our time. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. The, the lead kid. Yeah. Okay, One-Eyed Willie, what's it going to be this time? No. Yeah. I, I, I would like to Never see, I would really, but I would really like to see, like, you know what would be interesting? Uh-huh. Is Lepke to play like a cop? Yeah, I feel like he's almost no, already there. I feel like Lepke's already out of I would cop. like to see him play a cop. You know what I would like to see Lepke play? Or some attorney. I think he's already at an attorney level, bro. Really? He, yeah, I do. I think he's an extrovert. I think he's already yelling. I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's yelling. I, I, I feel like... A school teacher. <laughs> he wants him to play like an ostrich or something. Uh, no, no, no. A school teacher might be good. A uh, yeah. school right? teacher would be good. Right. A kindergarten teacher would yeah. right. be very good. You know what would be good? <laughs> is to teacher. have Lepke play the female role in that movie about the lady that finds the the lineman. The blue, the, the, um, what's the name of that movie? Fuck. She's, she's a southern lady and she finds that homeless black kid. Uh, the swinging side. The... Something side, the something side, but he plays the 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 southern woman that finds the homeless kid. He's not going for that. He's not going to do that. All right. What 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 do you think? We got to draw him out, kind of like slowly. Right. Yeah, you got you have to start by uh, like small exercises, so he gets more and more comfortable with. Could he? Is there a scene? Maybe we could find a scene from like a Shawshank Redemption. 
get them somewhere real comfortable first. Right. Have yeah. them just kind of, and then we move them over into like, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like he comes in thinking, oh, it's Shawshank. Okay, even, I can, all right, all right, I'll get into, all right, yeah, yeah. I'll be Morgan Freeman. Huh? Even in the same scene, like get him to play one character and <sighs> then you get him to play the, the other character. character. Oh, that's, that's genius. Yeah. That is Who's genius. the white guy in it? Uh, that's Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins, right? Yeah. Tim Robbins. And Who's can... softer? And <clears throat> oh more yeah. More gentile. And... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I so love. He can it. start uh, having different perspectives. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that's genius. Have you him come start in. there, and then right. you move to like uh, Al Pacino cruising or something like that. And then, then eventually, like right Moonlight. Right. Right. Have him play someone in Moonlight. What about <laughs> um? What about having him play uh the the Keaton? Character Michael Keaton. Beetlejuice. No, in Bird. Oh. <laughs> no, you know who that is? That's Schmitty. Schmitty yeah, yeah, could do yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. What about Birdman? Remember Michael Keaton and Birdman? What do you think about? Yeah. What do you think about Big Lep as Birdman? I think that would be great. What? Sean? I didn't see Birdman. Um, Goodwill Hunting. <coughs> oh, it's not your fault. I yeah. love that. It's it's not that might fault. be good. I yeah, love I that. agree, hundred percent. No. And Sean, you know what? You play Robin Williams, and he plays uh, Will, and he oh, can start shit. crying, and you could tell him like, <coughs> "It's not your fault," and he'd be like, "Not you," and like starting to tear up, and like you could just let him pound your chest a little bit until he finally crumbles into your arms, Sean, and gives in. <laughs> and the, and that's when he comes out. and He says, "I can't quit you, Sean. I just can't no. quit you, Sean." What about what about uh He's gonna go broke back, he's gonna roll into a few different Or things. you know what? Why doesn't he play somebody in that movie Crash? What do you think about him playing like someone in Crash? The the um, you you don't think he's good for any of the roles in Crash? I can't remember Crash. Okay. Alright. That sounds good, thank you. Or what about the King's speech and he plays the king? Ooh. What do you think about that? That's uh, very far-fetched, but it's very interesting also. It is, because we could get him to have like a speech impediment at yeah. first, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? He like gets any, and he's being the king. He'll what about like Forrest that. Gump? Oh. oh, man. So wow. good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. That's really good. You could good find chunk. a number of scenes in there. For him to get into, oh. yeah, that's for it's, sure. He's got to do one. Yeah, yeah. Forrest Gump Forrest is Gump. great. Yeah, yeah, and we could start him off as Forrest, and then he could play Bubba, <laughs> right? <laughs> I gotta save Bubba. We could do a whole reenactment, and he plays every character in Forrest Gump. I love that. You know what? I'd like to see him in. What about him playing every character in Apocalypse Now? Damn. Damn. What do you think about that? Damn. He can play like I love the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> you smell that. Smells like victory. And he can play French, Frenchy, who he's like that uptight French yeah. chef, he right? Could, and then he could do Marlon Brando. He's like, terror and horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could play Marlon Brown and be like, it's like terror, a slug on the edge of a razor blade. blade. Yeah. They cut the arms. That I is love not terror. That. You know what? I guarantee you. <laughs> that's a great fucking monologue right there. I guarantee you, if uh-huh. we get Lepke to play every role in Apocalypse Now, we would make millions millions of that. <laughs> what kind of exercises? You know what? Take me through an exercise to get in touch with my childhood right now. Fuck it. I know Sean and Steve won't do it. I'll do it. It's, uh, it's, I mean, get it's... me to something weird right now. I'll do it. I'll, be, I'll do anything. I'll be the guinea pig. Go ahead. Let's see what, if it would work for Lepke. Okay. So, first of all. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. Yeah, just relax. Relax. Go, go back. Relax every muscle in your body. All right, hold on. Really relax everything. 
as if you were almost going to sleep. You could fall asleep right now. <coughs> Think about <coughs> one event in your childhood, one particular day, one particular event. Where were you? Man, I don't know if I can do this. This is what's what's I the was, uh, where, 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 what do you see? The Puget Sound. What do you hear? I hear the ocean. What do you smell? I smell the fermented smell of seaweed on the shore. Do you really smell it? Yeah, I do. Who's with you? Um... My dad and my uncle, they're sleeping. There's other Indians around, and there's one Indian that's, uh, he's awake and he's drunk. What are you doing? <sighs> Hope, I'm trying, I'm hoping that this Indian doesn't notice me. What is this Indian doing? He's he's still up, and he's got a beer in his hand, and uh, everyone else has passed out from the night before, and it's early, early morning, and I'm the only kid there. And he's looking at me, and he's telling me to come over. Okay, and you're going towards him? Yeah, I have to. He's like the adult, and it's the sand is fucking cold. It's wet, and I'm miserable. Do you realize like, already how your voice is deeper, and how uh, the tone of your voice comes from a very different place? Mm. I, I honestly didn't even notice that. Yep. Yeah. Totally. And your your facial expression is totally different. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're not gonna go much further than that. We were talking to a whole different guy when you were coming out of that, bro. That it true? totally wasn't even Chumula. Is that real? Yeah, you were. Yeah. There was. You were talking like somebody totally different. Yeah. So this is when you actually get in touch with something that is very deep inside of mm. you, and uh, <laughs> this takes a bit of. Uh, like now, if I give you a, a monologue to say a couple of sentences mm -hmm. before yeah. this very brief exercise and after this brief exercise, you would do it in a very, very different way. And this is why we do these exercises, to get in touch with something that moves us, that, uh, that uh, means something to us, that affected us during our lives. Mm. That's it. and this was that's interesting, this man. This was a two-minute thing. It's yeah. Not, usually these exercises can take up to 15, 20 minutes. Your whole demeanor, your voice, your approach, your pauses, your whole thing was all different when you were talking, dude. Yeah, well, and I've heard you say like I've heard you like that before. 
You have? When you've started describing way out stuff and you start telling like some real intricate story, mm-hmm. he'll start getting like that yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when you get emotional, right before you start crying, you start talking like that. <laughs> I've seen horrors. Yeah? Horrors that you've seen. But you have no right to call me a murderer. You have a right to kill me. You have a right to do that. But you have no right to judge me. It's impossible for words to describe what is necessary to those who do not know what horror means. Horror. Horror has a face, and you must make a friend of horror. Wow, who, Terror. who wrote that? That's, um, that's the monologue. Colonel Kurtz's monologue from oh, Apocalypse oh, yeah, Now. You have right. no right to yeah. judge me. Yeah. Horror has a face. Yeah, man. Like, Tabby for example, duty. if you say that yeah. while really looking at this person that you were describing, yeah. the drunk Indian, and, yeah. and uh, uh, really listening to the sea and smelling this thing. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it does need a lot of practice. It, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't come like that. You know? right. Some people are more sensitive than others. Yeah. And one of the most important factors for these um, exercises to work is your body has to be in a relaxed state because when you're tense, the emotional memory, your muscle, because your muscles, they have memories as well. Mm. They're using so it all up. You can't, you can't, you, right. you're blocking everything. And the uh, tension is usually a form of self-defense, you know. Right. So Do you think can get in. You're blocking everything, yeah. Do you think that, bodybuilders then are tensing and strengthening their muscles in order to block no no no. it's different working out and having uh, uh big muscles you can have big muscles but know how to relax your body at the same time interesting you know uh working out doesn't mean tensing up it means just working out the muscle yeah ronnie sean, coleman sean do another acting exercise with sean <laughs> Come on, bro. Good. Why? <coughs> I just did it. I know. And, and uh, give him another. Do Number. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A scare. Come on. Don't be a scare. Come on. Everybody wants to hear this. Come on. I don't want to do it. Don't be a scare. Come on. Come on. Don't be a scare. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You relax all the time and you do all this meditation shit and yeah. she's just going to do that. And I, we didn't even get to the hard part. And then I just want to see if your voice changes or whatever. Yeah, don't be a scare. I don't want to do it. I don't <laughs> want to do it on the show. I don't want to do it. I'll do it on, you know, some, some other time. I'll do it after we hit stop, but I'm not going to do it on the show. It's very intimate. Don't be a no, scare. Not everybody's willing to be vulnerable and intimate. Some people are right. a scare. Steve. It's not easy, yeah. really. I mean, during my training, yeah. and when you actually train for a role, yeah. you go through things that are not easy at all if right. you really want to incorporate this character. If you really want yourself. anything at all, right? 
Yeah. yeah. You got to go through some things that aren't easy. Yes. Uh, this this uh, line of work or this craft is uh, is very, very, very personal. And Absolutely. you have to dig into your own life, into your own past, into your own fears, wants, needs to be able to create this character and bring it you to life. You know what's fascinating? She's saying that and I'm thinking about Scarface. And I'm thinking about Al Pacino, and I'm thinking that all the audience that loves Scarface and watches him, right, they probably have no idea what Al Pacino thinks of Scarface and what he had to go through to reach that character. Mm. Like, did he say something about it? I don't know. I'm uh. just thinking about it right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's saying, like, to, uh, to become a Scarface that people are going to love, Pacino might have had to access some very intimate personal things in himself. Of course. To create that kind of a character. Of course. Yet a lot of the people who love the movie don't know this the, and the story behind it. And they think that they could become a Scarface by being the most scary guy or by selling the most drugs. Mm -hmm. But maybe in order to really create the Scarface character, you have to be totally in touch with uh, other things. Yeah, people have to be able to. Yeah, I would think to get to that, you have to be able to drop all the, the all walls, the guards. all yeah. the guards. Yeah. This is the thing that that strikes me about real pro actors that yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. They're they're they are able to look stupid in front of anybody yeah. and not really care. I can't do that. My yeah. ego's so big <laughs> that I can do it while I'm being lucky. But if you were to ask me to be like a, a dog on the floor, yeah. like my ego ain't gonna let me do that. But Sean's ego wouldn't let him to even. He wouldn't let him do an exercise yeah. on him. Yeah, some of us are sicker than others. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it it that's the part that gets me. That is how somebody can just drop all of it. Really, I mean, being an actor is first and foremost being okay with uh, being vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yes. Yeah, but like, you know what? You know, you're saying that. And like, I understand to a certain extent. Like, imagine Al Pacino. But that, wait, let me just say this. That, I think that's what you were trying to say. Yeah. Is that for Al Pacino to really be that guy? He is vulnerable. He's vulnerable. Yeah. He's not the most scary. He doesn't sell the most drugs. There's something deeper that gets everybody in. And it's his vulnerable. I think it's his vulnerability. I, I think so too. Yeah. I, think, I think it's interesting because. Think about this. Al Pacino had to do that with a bunch of people watching him. Yeah. And I'm going to say something about Al Pacino right now. Oh. I'm going to say this. There's a, there's a scene in a movie in Godfather. Hmm. What is it? Godfather 2? Where he walks out and whacks the fucking the police captain. Right? That's one. Is that one? Yeah. That's where he makes his bones. Right. There's a scene, and he talks about this scene, making the scene, but there's a scene right before he's about to unload, mm. pull the gun, and shoot this dude, right? Mm -hmm. And you can see in his eyes, he's his eyes out. are yeah. like, yeah. bro, when I watch that scene, I'm like, that's exactly, that's exactly what you experience before you do something kind of like that. Yeah. There's like this... Everything's static, and then it's like, all right, and then you jump to do it. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but he talked about it once on the Charlie whatever show. Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose guy show. Guy stopped wearing pants and got in trouble for the Me Too movement. And he was like, and, 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 and he was like, what would, he was like bringing himself, like, if I was about to do this, what would be, 
he just brought it into context. And what I'm the reason I'm saying this to you is that the reason that that scene is so good is that when you look into his eyes in that scene, mm. you can see how scared, how scared he, he is. Yes, yes. That he's not just some killer. Yeah. Like he doesn't even know what he's about to do. He doesn't know how to do this thing that his family does. You know, what, like, what but Sonny, you can read all that in his eyes. Yes, what does yes. Sonny tell him when he's like, I'll do it? And he's like, What do you think is this? Like World War II, shoot a guy from a mile away. Miles away right. You gotta walk up, bada bing in the head. Yeah, or whatever yeah. he says. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. So yeah, it's these moments. Yeah, like he was able to really project himself into the situation. Mm -hmm. By the way, he also he he did the Lee Strasberg method. He studied with Lee Strasberg, mm. and it all goes from um, the body being relaxed, being able to really put yourself into the situation and believe it. And I'm telling you that he's so good because he was actually scared. You cannot have this kind of uh -huh. performance uh -huh. without actually having these feelings. These well, emotions, because that's course. what's showing up, right? Exactly. Hold on. All right, but here's And what being relaxed enough to let, to let it, it flow. On to let it flow. Yes, that's but it. hold that's on. It. But then this throws me into another zone, because I go, okay, but maybe it's the people... Let me... How do I say this? Actors as a, as a species of human. These chameleons. They can be vulnerable where they'll look stupid in front of other people. But then what if that's just an actually very powerful armor to keep them from really being in touch with themselves? Yeah, you know, I don't think you can answer that question unless you got at that the person. I think it would be different different for everybody, but mm. I think it would be. But I think I think getting leaning back to what she said, I believe that it's the as a man, you're being told to never expose weakness. And this is just this is just innate in us. Like you don't show weaknesses, you don't show that you're fidgeting with shit, you don't show that you're scared, you know. These things you're 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 grown up, you're taught as a man to not show that. But some of these actors are doing the exact opposite of what they were kind of showing in life you i was showing like if you look confused you act like you know what the fuck you're doing yeah if yeah. you're scared you act like you're not scared. Well, now yeah. to, to sit with me at 50 and say okay so now what you're going to do is you're going to allow all that to show up this takes what you're feeling really, it takes a lot of time the how is an actor trained okay uh, he's an actor first you have to uh demolish all the habits that you have Mm -hmm. and that your body has, like, for example, acting tough when you're scared, mm -hmm. to then rebuild the habits of letting the energy flow, knowing how to, uh, how to behave in certain situations, yeah, depending on the character. This is why I'm hmm. saying that it's actually a very more sophisticated armor. It is. And most, I mean, why do actors like to act? act. Yeah. Right, because sure. they, had the, they have the chance to be somebody else. Right. They have the chance to do. This is the most fun in acting, I'm telling you. And all actors will say that. They have, we have the chance to do things while acting that we never do in life. life. Why do you need to do that? Because it's very, I, it's like, why I do you need, need to do it's what? It's relieving, it's nice. There is, there is a, like, there is a platform to. What to, are you running away from inside? Oh my 
god, let's not go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know uh, that you're very good at using humor as deflection. But let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. This is interesting to me. Because uh, you know what, Steve? What you said was we're all taught how to act. So if people. Right. Hold on. So people are. <laughs> so people are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so people are taught to act in regular life mm -hmm. right the actor is acting at an obvious or public level you're acting all day right we all, exactly yeah. we are uh, all concealing <coughs> uh, the truth one way or another you know is it the pain yeah, of growing yeah. up in, in, in the situation that you grew up with? Is that what causes you to want to explore the personalities of other people? Um, I don't think so, no. I mean, I, 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 it wasn't painful for me to grow up. Uh, Lebanon was, uh, a, even if there was war and everything, I don't think it, uh, it scarred me, you know? I think it made me stronger. That, you know what? That statement that you just made only confirms that, that you are moving away from it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to say, oh, even though there's a yeah. war. Yeah, I've never. You I mean, dude, starving. you just got the last time we talked to you were like, yeah, we were playing Yahtzee in the basement of a fucking building that was getting bombed. Yeah. And we're trying to make it seem normal. Yeah, that's true. You were acting. You were acting as a form of defense to make it seem normal that what was going on outside, which was hell. Yeah raining hellfire and bombs all around you and then acting like a kid yeah you know what when i was a kid i don't think i was i, I mean i didn't really grasp the magnitude or the severity of the situation uh, i know it because i remember you know of course we were scared at some points and running but it's after years i was i think 17 or 18 years old and i was sitting with my mom in the living room and suddenly we hear a voice like uh, a sound like and then there was an explosion and a very very bright light i thought that i was gonna die mm -hmm. in a matter of second i jumped i don't know how many feet i was i was in the other room i was shaking i was looking at my mother i wanted to tell her i love you but i couldn't even speak mm -hmm. I swear to God, I saw a lot of images in my head. Mm -hmm. S and um, in the end, it turned out to be a very low uh, uh, Israeli uh, that was just passing by. But because it's low, then there was some, something like happens the with sound the pressure. Barrier, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's then at age 18 that I understood how much I was affected by the war at age eight. Right. But you know, I, you know what? But with this is going back to this. You're when you're a kid, first of all, I don't even know how you could say that you weren't aware of the magnitude. Uh, let me put it to you this way I'm not saying that consciously. How old were you, by the way, at the, at the most intense? What age? Um, eight, eight, okay, yeah. So, eight, your personality to a certain extent, right, is is it's is developed somewhat, yeah, okay, there's a lot to go, but yeah, yeah somewhat. So, at eight. This is going on, but at the same time, um, you have a limited knowledge at eight as far as the world is concerned to, a, to an extent. You just don't know about nations and all this other shit that's going on. Yeah. But you know you're in a dangerous situation. Mm. But your unconscious mind, your subconscious is picking it all up. Of course. And this is, this is why years after it came, it came out again, you know. And I'm starting to think now that I'm talking to you. 
Mm -hmm. I'm starting to think that it is possible that you learned very early on that people can calm each other down by how they are Behave. acting. Yeah. That's an interesting point of view. Right. But I can also tell you that I've always loved the camera and I've always loved to perform even when I was a, a very, very little kid and there was no war or anything. My mom used to tell me every time that there was a camera, you were just in front of it and you were doing stuff and performing. And Sure. So I think it's a combination of, of all my past, you know, that led me to want to act. How come people don't want to be known? I mean, I'm talking to you, and you're right. You're not the only person. I talk to lots of different people, including my wife, everybody, right? Yeah. And everybody, whenever I start making some insight, then they, they, their tendency is that people want, they want to try to not be in that box. So then they're like, what? But, but then when yeah. I was this, and then, of course, it's why don't a, people want to be known? I think it's a, it's a habitual defense mechanism that you need to protect your intimacy and your own um, vulnerability. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because I believe you that you were a performer from, quote unquote, the beginning, let's say, right? Yeah. So, but what would that mean? Because there's a lot of kids that like to get in front of the camera and perform. Yeah. Sean, your son is pretty active and he's pretty extroverted, right? Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like the opposite of you. Yeah. Have you thought about that? Yeah. What do you think about that? Because your wife's not an extrovert either. weird. I mean, yeah. He's, His he's, wife and Sean, they're both super introverted. You're mm -hmm. more extroverted than your wife. Right. But it's, So Sean's the well, that's performer. That's probably why, the kid, why your son's uh, extroverted. What, what do you think about that? Well, you know him, so what? I don't know. You don't know? I have no idea. There's okay. a lot of calm in that house, so he's like, I got to bring them. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know if there's calm in the I house. I mean, he's still around, sometimes around uh, strangers. He gets a little, you know, just like oh, anybody no. would. But yeah, he's like... He's a performer for sure. Mm. So I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking, but that, you know, being like that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be an actor as a That's career. That's true. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I am thinking about maybe you take that beginning and then you add the pain, the early pain, and then acting as a survival mechanism. Yeah. And then you, you put that together and then you have somebody who wants to explore other personalities. And I would almost even think that somebody who had to um live a very uh i want to say like i guess if you're in a war zone you don't have opportunity to go out and do a bunch of different activities you got to kind of keep it all together inside yeah. and it's a lot of monotony so you have to be creative to be able to right use your imagination to have some fun yeah and then right so you have that and then you think about okay now that i'm out though Right now, I have an opportunity to explore all these different lives that probably you know I wouldn't have had a chance to before. Yeah. And so there is a fun for me in that too. I get to have the variety and try all these other things out. Maybe because on some deeper level, I feel like my life uh, was limited for a period of time, and I might have missed out on what some people who are quote unquote living in a a, a normal situation would have had more yeah. experience. Yeah. So I need to go out there and get as much experience as, as I, I fucking can. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what brought me here, actually. What do you mean? Here in the U.S. And yeah. In Los Angeles. Which is? In Lebanon, uh, I felt very limited, even in my c acting career. Right. Uh, I wanted more. I wanted to explore more. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to work more. So I thought I have to get out of there. 
and uh, come directly into the wolf's mouth. So <laughs> this is right into the war zone. Yes, right into the acting war zone. Here, here I am from one war zone to the other. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So then let me ask you this then. So uh, from that perspective, from everything you've seen now coming from Lebanon, what is your observations about the United States? Good and bad. What do you see here coming from where you came from where you're like, this is great and this is bullshit or what? Um, what I really appreciate here is uh, this is a place where if you work hard, you will achieve what you want to achieve. You don't feel like you're on a treadmill where you're working, 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 working and nothing is happening. Right. It's really a land of opportunities. You believe that? Yes, I You've do. You've seen it? Yes, of course. Of course I've seen it. Now, in Sean, my field are you is, listening to this? And my field is a little a little more difficult because there's a lot of uh, it's a there's a lot of uh, how do you say? Uh, competition. Yeah. It's a very competitive. This is the fucking Yeah. But at the same time, I did realize that the more I work on my craft, the more I get gigs, uh, the more I'm noticed. Right. So you have really, if you work hard, you really can um, improve. Yeah, and get Achieve. what you want to get. What's the if downside of the? What do you see in the United States where you're like, yeah, this is bullshit? Um. Uh, the food? <laughs> no, I do miss the Lebanese food, but I'm getting used to the American food as well. Don't Wait, get used uh, to I it. Think, I think the... <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, it's... American people don't know much about other cultures. Right. And this is... Uh, I, I've had discussions where I was a little shocked by the lack of knowledge of other cultures you know it's it is kind of understandable in a way because it's such a powerful self-sufficient country that you don't need to know anything about about the world you're right. you're okay with just being here and just knowing about your culture and but uh, yeah i mean i was not everybody not everybody but i ha i had discussions with people where i realized that shit okay i mean they really don't know anything about the world and about the American policy outside of the United States, mm -hmm. which is a very, very different thing. You know? Sure. This is the bubble. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a kind of... Exactly. It's a bubble. Right. That's interesting. What do you think about that, Steve? I think that that's interesting, especially when you talk about... And you could be an American... And have no idea what your American policies are outside of America. Exactly. You don't really know what we're doing and how we set up shop and what we yeah. tell us. So you don't know how you're how you are perceived over there from a from a from an exterior uh, point of right, view. Right. Sean, in the bubble. you look like you've got something to say about that, an observation you're about to make. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that <laughs> conversation. Thank you for that comment. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know what? I was about to say it, but then I was going to say. But how many people in their country actually know what their country's doing abroad anyway? Like, like, I mean, how many people in Saudi Arabia, citizens, actually know what Saudi Arabia's policy really is outside of Saudi Arabia? I think they do. I think they do. I don't. Um, I would be. I would, I would be. be sh I would be surprised. I mean, Saudi Arabia is not a great example. Oh, why not? Because it's also it's a very it's it's a it's a. How much do the it's French? It's a thick bubble. How much do the French citizenry actually know what French policy is outside their country? How much do the Canadians actually know 
about their goddamn country's policy outside. Australians. I'm mm-hmm. actually thinking about I'm, I can't say Lebanese because I don't know, but I'm, I got to say that part of a country's uh, I got to say that for every nation. They got to no, constantly I, be like, we got certain policies outside and then we got the citizenry to deal with on the inside. Look, it's uh, first of all, not every country is as influential as the United States. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the whole world. I'm yeah. sure of it. But I mean, the influence that but the what United that? States had on me. Go ahead. On me. Since the day I was born mm. until now yeah. is inimaginable every single policy uh, external policy that united states has taken has affected me who lives on the exact opposite of the world what are some examples because well, I, i believe civ- you. the civil war they i mean every every single war mean? that they uh, the united states and israel they were i mean their allies and you know and every day every, the everyday external policy of the united states affect Uh, 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 billions of people, you know, and what because about? because we are affected by it, we know it, and we oh. know what's going on in the world because we have to know what's going mm. on in the world, mm. you know. When you say what's going on in the world, though, I find myself wondering like what you mean by that. Sounds like it's from your perspective because I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about China. Yeah, I'm thinking about the UK. I'm thinking about. I mean, the UK still has a Commonwealth. And yeah. they have many influences. And I'm thinking, yes, the United States influences the entire world. And I'm thinking about, but so does Europe. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, we have the alliance with Israel, which affects all of the Middle East. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And all this shit with Iran and Iraq. We were paying Iran and paying Iraq at the same time, hoping they and having them go to war against each other to keep them. In. So that's yeah. clear. Yeah. But I also sit there and I think, like, wait a second. It was also part of the British policy and working, of course. right, to set up the Middle East the way that it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, British... not, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers that this is the fault of. No, the no, 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 no. But I'm saying, do the citizens know what the policy of their country is outside? Really, I would, I would think so. Really, I would really think so. Mm. Uh, I would really think so. Mm. It's come. I mean, it is. It is in the education. It is in the in the way they are being brought up. You go speak to a French person, he knows. You go speak to an English person, he knows. They know. They are curious. They want to know. Mm-hmm. I have the feeling that um, it is easier for it is easier if the l- 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 American people don't know. Actually. That's true. I would they agree know. with that. It's they're more uh, easy. They're more. Um, they're living their lives. They they don't want to know what's going on outside yep. of it. I would agree And that's that. easy, and I don't blame anybody, you know. No, 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 no. I would agree with that. I was thinking also as you were speaking, though, that the United States is a much more heterogeneous culture than a lot of the other countries. Like, when I went to Greece, everybody was fucking Greek, pretty much. Yeah. Right? You come here, and you got a lot of different cultures here. Yes, that's right? true. So then I started thinking, like, wait a minute. <laughs> How much do Americans feel like they need to know about the rest of the world when they have about, like, eight or ten different cultures at their doorstep already? Mm. Like, like Sean lives. Where do you live, Sean? Uh, Pico Robertson. Pico Robertson, which is like a, a, a Jewish, an Orthodox Jewish area. So they're driving up and down the street with parades and doing all the shit. He's seeing that, like, every day. So then I think to myself, how much does that, impact Sean's desire to figure out what's going on internationally in, in terms of he's already being confronted with lots of different cultures all the time. Mm. Steve, in the Southland, right, you're uh, part Sicilian, part Jewish, 
he's already a mixture. Yeah. Then he's also by adoption or something uh, South Side Latino. Osmosis. Right. <laughs> so then I'm thinking to myself, how much does Steve feel like he actually needs to know about the international scene considering that, like, wait a minute, I've got, I know, I mean, I already know what the attitudes are amongst Chicanos regarding Honduras and Cuba <laughs> and all this other stuff. So now I'm starting to think, now, maybe this isn't so much true for the Midwest? Uh, yeah, I think that the the main reason why uh, Americans are not very interested in other culture is because America has been portrayed as the leading culture for such a long time, right? And and uh, uh, you know the movies and the, the the best way of life, the land of opportunities. So people don't really feel like they are interested in other cultures. Like they, they don't want, have to be. They don't have to. They're, it's a luxury if you want to be some elite yeah, intellectual snob. Yeah, they're good snob. where they are. Right. They, they like their lives. I they, can go to Honey Baked Ham and get my fucking exactly. dinner. I don't need to know everything yes, else. Yes, yes. Right? Whereas I, when you're living in a world where, first of all, you're constantly getting images from the other, from other cultures and saying that they're in a way better than you, then right. you kind of want to know what they are. Why are they better? Why are they so successful? What's going on? Why are they interfering in, in our uh, country's policy? Da, 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 da. Right. So then you want to know. Then you right. have to go get, you have to reach out. You have that's to learn. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. And so, so that's interesting. Can you imagine, uh, <laughs> Big Lux, like being in a country and seeing some other countries' um, images movies culture constantly just hitting you i mean think about disney i don't i yeah. think i mean i don't think we can conceptualize or really wrap wrap our head around yeah being the guys on the outside of the united states yeah i think you're right and they're like and when she's saying like it's been brought as the best yeah as she's saying that i she's just telling the truth i do think <laughs> that we are like yeah. the best of what i want on this planet it's right here. This is my opinion. I'm exactly, saying so. The best of the because it has been given to you because it has been easy for you. Right, and it has been accessible for you. When you're in a culture where it's not, not accessible, accessible, you would you would where I your imagine. comfort is not accessible, where you have to fight for your own is. survival. Then, then you have to know more about the world. Ab being yeah, but being educated is 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 a very um, a, a, a valuable tool. But hold on. But I'm even thinking, I'm even going deeper than that. Yeah. Because I have an innate, I want to go to other countries and see. I know that there's all these beautiful things that I haven't witnessed that we don't have here. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is the psychological part. Exactly. Is that as I grew up in this without even knowing, I automatically think everything's here first. Those guys are on the late, whatever it is, we already figured, like, I think that way. Yeah. I think it starts here and drips down. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I'm a man, a man enough that oh. I understand that. I know I can go see things that we can't have here, but kind of like the line where the bar starts is already embedded in my head yeah. that it's here yeah. in America. Wait, wait, Sean, what? I don't know if I made no, any no, sense. No, no, it made sense. Go ahead, Sean. You're smiling and, and grinning. I'm just... Um, Amazed by his movement and his um, mic technique. Oh, you're just punching oh, the mic. I didn't get one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, listen, the guy's parts the ceiling. He's got to talk with his hands. What are you doing? But I do, I do, I do. It's the psychological part yeah. of it where you just, I never really well, thought about it. I, I mean, automatically not, approach things. It's like, we already, 
Exactly. Yeah. It, is, it is, it is. Because the truth, we don't know if it's the truth or not. It's very debatable. Uh-huh. But uh, it's the psychological it's state part. of American people that this is the best country and this is all I need to know. Hold on a second. Hold, oh, go ahead, Sean. Go. You, please. I was going to say, there's a lot of people that are, especially in the younger generation, who are coming up and they're really enthralled with like K-pop or Japanese culture and, and like different cultures. Mm-hmm. But they have, and, and what, I, I, what I'm hearing you say is that uh, you don't have access in Lebanon to necessarily adopt those kind of cultures. Is that true? Adopt those kind of cultures? I think. Uh, what do you mean? So I think. I think what you're saying is is that Americans can look at the world as a buffet, right? And they uh, can dish choose. Out, like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna have a little bit of this, a little bit of a Lebanese actress on our mm, show, yeah. and then we'll just yeah, do yeah. this. And then, and that in other countries, they don't have that same ability to bring in pieces of culture that they decide they want. Did, was it, were you able yeah. to do that? I mean, in Lebanon, for example, we are affected by the French culture because we were colonized mm-hmm. and yeah. the American culture because it's so uh, uh, exposed. Per- yeah, so everywhere. Yeah, other than that... You gotta listen to this, yeah. though. The yeah. thing yeah. is, is that... Like you're t- imagine your choice. Imagine your choice. You're a Wahhabi in Saudi Arabia, which means you're a conservative cleric dude, right? And you're like, listen, we gotta preserve this, you know, very Wahhabi, very conservative Muslim culture. And so the girls and the kids and the boys, they all gotta do this shit. And then you got Disney movies circulating the globe. And no matter how much you want to try to get the kids to like your conservative blah 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 culture they want to watch these fucking cartoons that's all they give a shit about they want the princesses they want princess jasmine they want all that shit the same thing that happens to americans here when you're like i just want my kid to eat healthy and blah blah blah. and all they want is this fucking mcdonald's and you're sitting there trying to be like listen that's not that good they don't believe you they don't believe you yes your fucking burger sucks the McDonald's burger is the good one. It takes them a mm-hmm. long time to get out of that. And the other thing I'm saying is, it's like, listen, and you make a good point, Sean. It's like, you know, Americans do look at the world as, well, my resource to bring in some new thing I can sell here in the United States. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm going to bring in like, you know, um, these cool little prints that are sewn in Africa and turn it into like, you know, fast fashion. And, and then it's going to be cute for like six months and then we're gonna move on to some other bullshit mm. and i'm gonna say something else that's all true and what you said is true steve but th- i think there's an, a, a flip side reality too which is like number one like the internet really did start here i mean you can say whatever the fuck you want but people are using facebook and instagram and all over the world because we started k-pop is just their version of our pop like we've influenced them japanese yeah. culture right Hello Kitty and all that materialistic consumer bullshit. That's American fucking style fucking bullshit. Yeah, they're copying it. They're doing it better. Blue jeans, right? Right. That's fucking everywhere. Yeah. Right? They ain't ever going back. You used to be able to buy people in Russia if you brought some blue jeans over there because they were so hungry for that (laughs) shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely true. So I look at all that and I think to myself, like, maybe we're already in a global situation. You know, these idiot fathead Americans that are like fighting globalization, they're like, oh, we ain't going to have no, we don't want to be a part of no UN. Get us out the UN. That's too late. The United States is the UN. Yeah. We're, do, our corporations 
are making the world globalized. And so the United States, this is why when I look at like countries and sometimes I sit back and I go, you know, you, you say you want to preserve the culture, but you're wearing a Western style suit to this power meeting. Hmm. Like you're already wearing a suit to the power meeting. Like, if you want to preserve, like, what it is that you're doing, why don't you wear some other shit to the G4 summit, right? Like, Russia's wearing suits. Putin wears a suit. Who gives a shit if he's the thug of, of that country? He's wearing a suit, and he's in the oil business. Might as well just be from Texas. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Might as well just be from Texas. So that's why I'm saying, like, you're right, Steve. It is a conceded position that, like, it seems like it drips down. But the answer sometimes seems like that is what's happening. I mean, it, it, is. it is. Yeah, it is what's happening. This is the reality of the world. The American culture had and still have a lot of influence in the world. I'm still starting wow. to think that, like, maybe our presidents, because you know what's interesting is, <coughs> uh, like, I'm reading, I'm reading the uh, Obama's book right now, Promised Land. It's very mm. interesting, right? <coughs> but like and then you looked at w before him and in w before him from the international perspective was like he was an idiot he didn't know anything he was yeah. fucking up the world he got us involved in two wars he should have stayed in afghanistan and not fucked with iraq because iraq didn't have anything to do with it yeah. right mm -hmm. well here we are and then when obama came in it was almost like a breath of fresh air in the international community that's probably why he got a nobel prize we don't even know what he got it for <laughs> right but they gave him a fucking prize they're like thank god yeah and now we're back to the shithead trump right who pissed off everybody again in the united in the, in the world yeah but the effect of these intermittent sophisticated intelligent and redneck fuckfaces, presidents, yeah. Yeah. is causing the world to become very heavily invested in who becomes the president of the, United, the United States. States. Yeah. Yes. Very. Which proves that the United States affects the world. I agree with I that. I agree. I totally agree with that. I and I would almost believe that um, what the, the fight now is, is, okay, so what style governments are going to control the world? And we're getting down to, it looks like, it's either going to be a Chinese form, mm. it's going to be an American form, or perhaps a British European based model, which is part monarchy still. Yeah. Those are the forms and what, what's going to control the global order. Yeah. I think that's what the race is. <laughs> the global yeah. order, but we got to get a handle on Lepke's acting order. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah. we do. So are we gonna are we gonna try and pull some different films, some different monologues, and yeah. try and put together like a whole package of an itinerary of what's gonna happen and what they're gonna work through exercises on, like a schedule, oh. and then we bring them in and we start to begin to like yeah. lay yeah. this on. Yeah, him. I'll yeah. work on the exercises and mm -hmm. I'll have some uh, propositions for. Uh, <sighs> Oh, the one where you go back in your head, like the kid and something. Yeah, yeah, you that's need to, definitely. You need to have you, you. We need to have a, a few exercises like that that we can do on air with him. Yes, and when we do it, uh -huh. we need to have space. Yes, okay. we need to have a. Yeah, we'll we go need out. To have him, we'll yeah, be able to move around. Yeah, maybe we need a lapel mic for him. We might need a lapel yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. mic him up. Something that he's comfortable moving and doing stuff. Oh my yeah. god! So you're gonna you're gonna set up some exercises yeah. and go and. And when well, I come back from Lebanon, boom. I'll be ready for you. All right. Perfect. Okay. Good. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Ah, oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know, listeners. <laughs>
This woman is is with one of my dear friends, but she's also a um, she's helping us in on a lot of different things. Everything from the show, she's helping us produce the TV show, and she's in the she's in our crew. She does a lot of work. Does a lot, and she's a, lot. a very talented person. She's an oh, incredible thank talent. You. Yeah. Thank she you. She family. Thank you so much. Thank you you. for coming. We wish you a safe trip. Thanks. And we're going to check out the movies on Netflix. What's the titles again? Nuts, Mm -hmm. A Perfect Day, and A Very Big Shot. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, you guys. And as we do about this time, adios amigos from the Hard Hard Luck Luck Show. Show.